Sang Ziming, a young man from Yizhou, China, dreamed of having more. Growing up an orphan, he was poor and had to scrape to make a living each day. His neighbors were very kind to him and offered him meals whenever he visited their restaurant. Many days he would sit and stare off into nothingness, daydreaming about what he would love to accomplish and acquire. So much so that Miss Lin Xiang, the daughter of his neighbors and worker at the restaurant, would constantly tease him about how his head was always in the clouds. Whenever he was sick and couldn't come to the restaurant, she would prepare some dishes for him and bring it to his home. Growing up together, Sang always saw Lin Xiang as a younger sister, even though it was clear she had strong feelings for him. He often fantasized about a young, fair seductress whom he would meet and take for his wife. Well, that fateful day finally came one cold and rainy afternoon as Sung was walking home from work. His hands were blistered and sore from cutting firewood all day, and he hurried home to get out of the rain. To his astonishment, he saw an attractive woman walking in the rain with a bright red umbrella masking her face. Sung sped up his pace to catch up to the slender and curvy figure slowly trotting through the downpour. He approached her and asked if he could share the umbrella from the brutal rain. She blushed and looked down, but with a smile she nodded and shielded him from the raindrops. While walking home, the young woman introduced herself as Li Mei, but asked him to just call her Mei, since they'd become more familiar. Sung quickly agreed, as her name meant beauty. He then asked her when they could meet again, to which she replied whenever he'd like to. The two arranged to meet again the next day. What an auspicious encounter, he thought as he happily entered his home. The next day at the restaurant, Song was so delighted to tell his neighbors about the lovely woman he met in the rain. Distant and cold, Lin Qiang was not pleased to hear about Song's mystery woman. Yet, she still served him and wished him well in his pursuit. Song quickly finished his meal so he could meet Mei at their appointed time. But suddenly, she abruptly appeared at the restaurant. Surprised by her appearance, he introduced her to Lin. The two locked eyes and gazed at one another, with Lin staring in dismay. Mei smirked at her and said to Sang, <laughs> Shall we go, dear? Captivated by her charm, Sang walked off with her forgetting to say goodbye to Lin. A few days later, Sang came to the restaurant for lunch and Lin was happy to see him. It's been a few days. You're normally here every day. What have you been up to? Song replied, I've been with Lin for the past few days. Lin noticed the apparent expression of tiredness in his face and body language. She also saw a few white hairs that started to spread on Song's head. She suggested that he take some time to relax and not meet Mei so often. With a smile, Song took her for being jealous and paid her no mind. He said, I love her with all my heart and soul. With that, he bid her good afternoon and left. As his figure slowly disappeared in the distance, Lin saw that he was joined by someone else who was wearing bright red clothing and an umbrella. Months passed and Sung wasn't anywhere to be seen. 
Lin eagerly waited every day at work, hoping that he would eventually show, but he never did. She couldn't stop thinking about the young woman whose song was smitten by. She clenched her fist as she briefly recalled a gloomy affair that occurred recently in the town. Lin began to worry. She then decided on her lunch break. She'd pay Sung a quick visit just to check on him. When the time came, she headed towards his home but stopped as she saw Mei leaving <laughs> Sung's front door. Lin quickly hid behind a tree as the mysterious woman walked past. When she was out of sight, Lin ran to the door and opened it to see Sung bedridden. Terrified, she ran to his side only to see that he had aged about 30 years. Most of his hair had turned white and his body became thin and feeble. He wheezed when he coughed and appeared like death was sitting on his shoulders. Lin gasped as she saw his protruding ribs as if he was starving. A tear trickled down her cheek as Sung smiled and said he'd been meaning to drop by the restaurant, but lately he's been too tired. She asked him if he had taken a look in the mirror lately, to which he denied with a smile. Lin gave him a handheld mirror, and Sung dropped it as soon as he looked at it. He held it up to his face in disbelief, and with his hands trembling, he said, Is that, is that my face? What, what's happening to me? Lin took the mirror, looked into his eyes, and told him, At first, I wasn't sure, but now I have no doubt that she's the one. Perplexed, Sung demanded an explanation. Lin went on to explain that there had been another young man in the town who was seeing a beautiful young woman. But after a few months, that young man disappeared, and many people went looking for him, including his family. When they did find him, he was in an abandoned house and looked as if he were a hundred years old, completely dried up and white-haired. His eyes had sunken into his head and his teeth were very brittle and thin, as if someone was sucking the life out of him, like an insect stuck in the spider's grip. Lin said he died while they carried him away, and when she saw the corpse, it looked like an empty, grotesque shell, not human. She said, I still see his face in my dreams. Many people said that he was last seen with a young lady, dressed in red, and was strikingly beautiful. I believe this is the same woman that ended his life, and I'm afraid she's after you now. She clenched his hand in hers. Please, I beg you, stay away from her. Startled by what Lin said, and his reflection in the mirror, Sung agreed to stay away from Mei. Overjoyed, Lin hurried to prepare some medicine to revive him. On the way out of his home, she stood face to face with Mei, who appeared to have been waiting nearby. The young woman glared at Lin with fire in her eyes. Shuddering in fear, Lin spoke out and said, He can't see you now. He's recovering. Please, leave him alone. Mei stared at Lin with contempt and asked, How long do you think you can keep up this charade, hmm? She said, You won't be here forever. And when your time is up, I'll come for him. Mei glanced at Lin <laughs> from head to toe with a smile, then opened her umbrella and walked off. Lin realized that she had stopped breathing and grasped her breath. She then hurried off to retrieve some medicine for Sung. 
A few more months passed and Song had recovered to his youthful self again. He was able to leave his home, work, and visit his neighbors like he did before his illness. On the way home from work, he stopped by the restaurant to see Lin and thank her for helping him. Her father brought him tea and his favorite dish. Song told him that he was very grateful to Lin for preparing medicine over the past couple of months, which helped him recover from his illness. He then asked him where she was so he could thank her in person. The father looked at him with sadness in his eyes and looked down. He then explained that he was reluctant to tell him that Lin had passed away during the time that Song disappeared for a few months. Song froze with a perplexed look on his face as the old man sat down next to him. The father went on to explain that the circumstances of her death were quite mysterious as she was wandering into the forest with a new friend that no one recognized. People in town only said that she was a young and attractive woman in red attire and with a red umbrella. They found Lin's body floating in the river nearby. The old man dropped his head and wiped his tears from his eyes. The father then confessed that he had hoped that Lin and Sung would get married one day and would bear him some grandchildren. He sat with a tearful smile and then slowly gazed at Sung and said, By the way, how is that new friend of yours? Lin told me you were last struck of a summer recently. As the old man stared at him suspiciously, Sung was confused and explained that he hadn't seen May for a few months. He also went on to explain that Lin had been visiting him for several months and bringing him medicine to help him recover from an illness that left him bedridden. The old man shook his head in disbelief. He then stood up, took a few steps and said, That's impossible. You must have imagined that. The old man then walked off, leaving Song bewildered. On the way home, Song's mind was racing to make sense of what he heard. When he arrived, he found Lin was already inside waiting for him. She could see that he had many questions he wanted to ask and that he was frightful of her presence. With tears in her eyes, she confessed that she was only here to help him recover and keep him safe from the demon that wanted his life to preserve her own. She explained that since she had served her purpose, there was no reason for her to remain and she had to leave. She also said that she loved him and she would see him again soon. Song took her by the hand and begged her to stay, placing her hand on his tearful cheek, but noticed her form started to disappear. Lin slowly walked towards the door and gave him another warning to reject the seductress when she comes at all costs. She then disappeared. Song sat alone in his room, in tears, reflecting on losing the one person who cared for him the most. A few moments later, he heard a tap at his door. A thrilling chill filled his bones and the feeling of spiders crawled all through his stomach. As he grabbed the door handle, he could feel his heartbeat pulsating in his hand while he slowly turned the knob. He took a deep breath to slow down his heart rate and then opened the door to see his long lost beauty, May. She looked into both of his eyes and said, Hello dear, I've been waiting for you. Stunned by her beauty, Sung couldn't speak. He had so much to say, but in an instant, he forgot everything. She walked into his home wearing a long, elegant robe. Yet, after she entered, 
she took it off to reveal the most seductive dress, which flaunted her alluring shape. May walked in close to him, held her arms as if she were cold, and said, I missed you. It's been so long. As she looked into his eyes and bit her bottom lip in anticipation, the two kissed while Song grabbed her ice-cold arms and tried to warm them. May rested her head on his chest and said softly, I won't leave you again. Let's go back to how things were before. At that moment, Song remembered the reflection of himself in the mirror that revealed a ghastly old man. Suddenly, he had a quick vision of Lin in his mind. As he remembered the months it took her to nurse him back to health, he clenched May's arms tightly as he dropped his head and gently pushed her off his chest. She looked at him baffled, frantically trying to read him through his determined eyes. He said, How things were before? You almost ended my life. Are you here to finish what you started? May thrusted her arms out of his and stared at him in rage. She said, Who told you that? With an aggressive tone. Song pleaded for her to calm down, but it was too late. Angered, she answered, Was it Lin Xiang? Do you prefer the company of the dead over me? Song slowly started to back away as his once beautiful soulmate started to transform into something sinister. He then asked her gently, Did you kill her? May's eyes briefly widened at his question and then continued to spout out, Yes, but perhaps you can join her. As her soft voice began to change. He then said, he loved Lin for her kindness and scolded her for her heinous act. Song watched May's beautiful figure change as her height doubled and her face stretched longer. With her head touching the ceiling, she hunched over him with her long fingers and carnivorous teeth. Her grin tore the corners of her mouth and she shouted, You used me, you wretched fool. You said you'd love me forever. And that I could take from you to keep my youth while you enjoy my beauty and my body. How, How could, could you say, say that you've given me your heart and soul, yet fall in love with another? A tear fell from her black eyes as she warned, No matter where you go, I will find you. You haven't seen the last of me. You'll pay for your treachery, I swear it. In this life or the next, I'll come for you. Sang screamed as she grabbed him with her enormous hands and attempted to bite off his face. He shouted and shut his eyes in fear, only to find himself sitting on his bed. He blinked his eyes and realized he had just awoken from an awful nightmare. Filled with grief, relief, and caution, he stepped outside in the sunshine to calm his nerves. Walking in the morning sun, he felt renewed with its warmth and the sounds of birds chirping in the trees. He let out a sigh of relief and thought, Was all that real? He kicked a stone on the path and headed to his neighbors to have breakfast. While waiting for his food, he chatted with the restaurant owner and apologized for the uncomfortable conversation they had about Lin Xiang yesterday. The owner smiled and declared that everything in life keeps moving forward. And so should we. The old man patted him on the shoulder and went back to the kitchen. Song solemnly sat and waited when another guest sat down in the restaurant. He squinted his eyes and saw a young lady who strikingly resembled Lin 
glancing at him from another table. The two made eye contact and she smiled at him and looked down. Without much hesitation, Sung asked her if he could join her for breakfast. With a grin, she agreed and introduced herself as Lian. Sung felt it was too good to be true, while noticing the restaurant owner staring in amazement from the kitchen. The two ate, laughed, and enjoyed each other's company as if they'd known each other for years. As they finished their meal, Sung asked if he could walk her home, to which she happily agreed. The two began walking out of the restaurant while the old man watched and smiled. The young woman stopped and ran back to the table to get her umbrella that she forgot and then joined Sung in the walk home. This story depicts an old Chinese belief that the dead are always looking to live again while the living are on their way to death and sometimes wish for it. This explores the truth that all living things exist as inseparable and contradictory opposites. Another example is often those who are in good health will neglect it to indulge in risky behaviors, chasing their lusts. But those who are sick will move heaven and earth to get well. A prime example of this concept in Chinese literature is the fox spirit who often takes the form of a beautiful woman and preys on the desires of men while sucking the life energy out of his being to preserve their own lives. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. So you've made it to the end. Thanks for tuning in to Dark Studio. Be sure to comment and share the experience. And stay tuned for the next episode.